Friends from Faraway Podcasting presents Ill Will. Ill Will is a horror anthology podcast written and directed by Keegan Vanderwicken. This week's episode has guest star Tyler Abinati as Samuel Culper. Ill Will may contain themes and topics not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Mark, may I come in? I don't have time for this, Samuel. I will take that as a yes. Honestly, I am truly just wanting to ensure you that you are taking care of yourself, Mark. That's bullcrap and you know it, Samuel. You have a potential buyer lined up of some sort uh, for something you want. Now, get on with it. What is it? I also see you've gotten rid of that old man suit you had last time. Should I even ask where this new body came from? Oh, don't be so solemn, Mark. It was just time to reinvent myself. And this young man was just dropped off at the morgue, and I waste not want and all that. Besides, you should be the one to comment on my appearances when you yourself are more rugged than the last time I saw you. You need a shave, boy. <laughs> and perhaps even a shower. At least go back to wearing your old colorful outfits again. I personally see no attraction to those. Vintage button-ups, but they suit me well. Again, asking how I'm doing? I don't buy it, Samuel. What do oh, you what want? What on earth are you doing with the deformed mirror? Um. I recently had a visit from a ghost who told me of my brother helping him deal with something from his reflection. And it was a ghost that spoke to me. That means the soul is no longer trapped in the mirror. So riddle me this, Samuel. How did he get out? Only someone with magic breaking the mirror could have allowed him out. I'm betting it was Mark. I'm going to try to summon whatever attacked him to see if he is alive and perhaps stuck in there. Oh. I would advise against doing that, especially with your apparent lack of understanding. There are terrible things in this world that you know to be true, and in my experience, reflections are nasty to deal with, as they do not want anything. Instead, they only seek to cause strife and confusion to those in this world. Take, for instance, the very mirror you are in front of. Are you aware of the history of the default? No. No. Why would I be? <laughs> you clearly have not been doing your practices, Mark. You're rusty. What would you have done? And had you summoned something else that wasn't your brother, you would have been torn apart and it would have access to all of these lovely trinkets in your home. Think, Mark. Do not be rash like your brother and rush into things without thinking it through. Practice. Focus. Sharpen your skill. But I don't have time to speak to another rambling spirit. Then focus and summon someone to help. 
make your intent clear that you do not want a storyteller, but instead that you need a victim of a reflection. What you're asking for is impossible. You know how many dead people there are? But you are out of practice. Have you forgotten everything your mother taught you? Of course, there is an ocean of dead souls waiting to speak, and you draw souls to you like flies to honey. Flies to honey. Is that, is that right? Anyway, so if you put your tent out into the world, the souls will bend to you and organize themselves to be a smidge more helpful. Now, cover up that mirror. It would not be beneficial for something to hear. Sit down. I like you, boy, but you need to learn when to shut up and listen to me. Relax. Clear your mind and mentally picture a clear question that you want answered. Fine. Nothing. It's not working. You're... you're trying. That's the problem. You, you know, what, what's that goblin? You know, do or do not? Uh, let me set the move. Okay then, spirits. Let's hear from anyone who knows what is going on. the light and I knew it had worked. Ma? 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 Boy? Boy? I, I, my, ma? <gasps> boy? Uh, Samuel. Uh, boy? Uh, there were there were so many of them I didn't. Boy, boy, you, <sighs> you need to be more specific with your <sighs> questions. Being too broad will invite too many souls to speak. Take a moment, and then try again, but this time, specify for them to come one at a time. Here, focus on the mirror itself, and demand someone appear that knows about the mirror. Alright. Okay. I need to hear from one person 
who knows about the Defor Mirror. <gasps> my name is Martin Defor, and I see you have found my mirror. I would strongly advise you to get rid of it promptly. I acquired the blasted thing shortly after moving my family to the Montgomery home in Atlanta, Georgia area. I take it up a job as a ferryman. It was a needed position, and it paid well enough. I would carry travelers and loads across the Datoji River, and had established a small trading post on the ferry landing. Back then, there were no bridges, and many of the rivers ran too high and swift to be forded. The Montgomery home was one of the oldest in the area, and was a point of pride for myself. I was happy to have a steady income, a loving wife, and a steady roof above our heads at night. I wanted only the best for my dear Susan. I got that mirror for her from a caravan of people heading further out west that had used my ferry. I never should have accepted it, but Susan loved it, and I wouldn't have changed anything again to see that smile on her face. The troubles began when I would sit next to Susan at night as she was knitting a new blanket. I took to whittling in front of the fireplace and found that the light was mesmerizing as it reflected off of the mirror. I found myself comfortable in slipping into sleep while staring at the dancing sparks. I woke up out of my trance as a warm liquid slipped down my leg. I had been careless and had sliced my palm on the knife. My dear Susan helped clean and dress my wound and as I stared at my palm, the cotton swab soaked up the crimson liquid smoothly. I waved away my carelessness and life continued. Then. The work slowed down, and I began spending more time at home. I got better at my hobby, and soon needed to replenish my wood supply. I remember the day I came back from town and began chopping wood outside. Looking into the side window, I saw that my Susan was knitting in the living room, and talking to someone. I put up my axe and went inside to see what company we had. Entering the living room, Susan was in a giggling fit and asked if I had brought her the glass of water she had asked for. I cannot recall her asking me to fetch her water, but gladly left her to go get some. As I exited around the corner, I heard her resume talking to someone. I ignored it, and life continued. My last day alive, I knew something terrible was going to happen. I did not feel well, and upon entering our living room and looking at myself in the mirror, folding my sleeves up and readjusting my suspenders, I saw my wife smiling at me from behind. I turned to embrace her and did not see her. Instead, when I turned back to the mirror, my dear sweet Susan held out a hand and invited me to grab hold. I tentatively reached out, and as I did, her hand burned on my own, and I found myself being pulled into the mirror. And as I turned around, I saw my own body sharing an evil grin as it grabbed my woodcutter's axe from next to the fireplace. I heard horrible screams as the not-me took the axe into the bedroom, where I knew my Susan had been sleeping. The Susan in the mirror tried to hug me, and I broke free from her embrace and pounded on the mirror. To my horror, the not-me re-emerged covered in a spray of blood. As it gloated at me from outside the mirror, I reached out and grabbed hold of him. He laughed and pulled me out of the mirror, raising the axe. I felt it hit me, and as I lay bleeding on the floor, I saw my beautiful Susan, laying in bed with a completed blanket clutched in her hands. I saw the shape of the not-me raising the axe above his head again, and as I closed my eyes, I never opened them again. Mark, have I ever told you how, just how lucky you are?
to have such a useful tool. I, I don't know what you're... Uh, irrelevant, irrelevant. It didn't work. Look, I just got another ghost with another death not related to my brother. It did not sound like whatever Michael was dealing with, and this thing had a body of its then own. Then adapt to your question and try again. You have plenty of potential witnesses to ask. You just need to ask the right question. You're, you're right. Thank you, Samuel. Oh. Truly. Oh, no, 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 no. It was nothing. Though, as payment, I will be taking these knuckle bones. Uh, sure. Well, I should be off now. Take your time practicing, Mark. If you keep at it, then, maybe, you can more directly summon those that have passed away. At the very least, you will get stronger. I recommend a good starting point would be asking a victim for a reflection. And again, specify one at a time. Okay, everybody, let's try this again. <laughs> 